Hey there, fellow travelers of the Jutland Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Jutland Wastes podcast, the TJW podcast for February 3rd, 2023. It is a blustery and cold, cold day here in uh, southeastern New England. Tomorrow we're getting way below zero. We're talking about real Hoth-like conditions here. And uh, even though we're talking about Hoth-like conditions in the real world here, uh, this past week on The Bad Batch, we were taken to a much more different type of a world, the world of Kashyyyk. This episode was called Tribe, and I have to say, I loved this episode. It was once again a bit of a standalone episode like the previous ones were, but for some reason this one stood a little bit above the other two, which I really liked. Um, perhaps it's because of a couple things. Uh, going back, as a friend asked me, like, after I had, I had given my thoughts regarding Andor, they said, really, what, Mark, what is really bothering you about Andor? And I somewhat joked and didn't joke at the same time. I said, well, you know, there's no Wookiees, no Jedi, no lightsabers. And lo and behold, in this episode, we got all three of those into one episode here. Um, just to go over some of the high points of this episode here. I love the opening of this episode here where the shuttle is approaching that uh, that station, the uh, Vanguard Axis station. Uh, it, it, I, like I was saying pre on a previous episode, there is just so much unbelievable, awesome animation in this series. It's so fun to be able to see uh, Star Wars animation reach this level. Um, it, like I said, every week keeps getting better and better. And just seeing this this shuttle, the Bad Batch's shuttle, come to land on this station there where you see the, the planet in the background. It was just absolutely beautiful. And it just looked amazing. Um, so they get onto the station, which is owned by the Van which are being run by the Vanguard Axis, which is which deal with illegal smuggling. They apparently the Bad Batch has something going on where they're um, selling them some illegal codes. Um, illegal codes that are gonna be that could be used to fool the Empire with. So I'm not exactly sure who the Vanguard Axis Axis are, but I'm imagining this has got to do with something that has to do with um, an operation that Sid is working on, or a job that that she had the Bad Batch work on them with. So they're selling them these illegal codes. As 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 Hunter and I forgot who who else. Oh, it's Hunter Tech and uh, and Wrecker. They're in having the uh, discussion with the Vanguard Axis over these uh, codes, and uh, Echo and Omega are guarding the ship. As they're there, Omega takes a little bit of a walk around the station. She finds um, the, uh, the droids there, the droids who are running the station there, torturing a young Wookiee. Um, eventually, they're able, she's able to get out of the, uh, with, with Omega's help, he's able to uh, get away from these droids. Uh, and then we learn, <laughs> in, 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 as they're trying to escape, that this Wookiee is a Jedi. And lo and behold, he is Gunji, who I believe is that Wookiee that we see from the Clone Wars that was being instructed by Ahsoka Tano in uh, that last season, or maybe it was the fifth season, of the Clone Wars. So it's good to see, uh, good to see that he made it out of Order 66. Uh, even as after they escape, and the escape, by the way, was also another nice part of this uh, show. They're seeing them blast their way out of the station and to get away. But uh, I think it's Hunter who says to uh, 
to Gunji, he says, You've been on the run for a long time. It's very impressive that you've been able to stay alive this long, especially at this point in the time of the uh, this point in the timeline where the Jedi are being any remnants of Jedi are being hunted out and and and, and being uh, you know exterminated. So it's it's it was fun to see that that they did that they did bring back this character here, which is making me believe or wondering if any of the other um any of the other younglings who are under Ahsoka's care uh, in that episode are also, you know, made it out free or were able to to escape. So they learn that Gunji is trying to get away from where he was and is trying to go back to his homeworld of Kashyyyk. And uh, I have to say, I was so happy to see that they they were heading there because, like I was mentioned before about how the animation has just reached such a high level, it was so much fun for me seeing uh, Kashyyyk in in a Filoni episode here, or I should say, a Filoni Bad Batch episode. Uh, you know, it gave me all the the, the, the nice vibes and and reminders of of what it looked like in in Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith, and it gave me the thoughts of like when we swim, we, when you play in in Knights of the Old Republic, the classic Knights of the Old Republic back in 2003, uh, when you head to when you head to Kashyyyk, that was also uh, in my head as well too. In fact, even some of the music that they were playing as they were walking around Kashyyyk, I thought I have to go back and listen to it again, but I thought it had a little bit of that vibe that was taken from the music that that is that is heard as you play that level on uh, Kashyyyk in Knights of the Old Republic. And it even gave me even some warm fuzzies about the holiday special when we see <laughs> when we see Chewbacca's family in in the trees and in 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 in, in that area of Kashyyyk where they were living. Um, I love seeing the wildlife, the Kinrath spiders. Remember that from Kotor as well too. Uh, it's nice to see also as they they, they you know. They didn't know about the Kinrath spiders, but uh, but Gunji says to them, you know, don't bother them and they won't hurt you, which is good. They eventually reach the reach the village, but they are encountered at the same time by Trandoshans who are burning it down. Now we know that there is a there is a lot of expanded universe and in universe um, stories of Trandoshans and Wookies and their battles. Uh, you know, traditionally the Trandoshans have been the enemies of of the Wookies and they have enslaved them. Uh, there's also the uh, the word. I, I guess or I should say that we're getting to the idea that um, the Trandoshans are working with the Empire. They have their tanks and they are there. For some reason, they they're they're there to take over, I guess, or to use the planet's resources. One of the things that they do say um, in this episode is they talk about um, these strange stones which are around uh, Kashyyyk. I don't know how those are going to play into the story here uh, as we go along. But, um, you know, the, the Trandoshans obviously do have a connection with the Empire. You see them with some of the clone troopers later on in the episode as they are trying to uh, find find the, the, the Wookiee village and, and to find out who this, you know, they do notice that there are lightsaber scars on some of that area where they had that when they had that earlier battle. And they want to find now this this Jedi who is out there. Um, Yana, who is the leader of this village, um, one of the nice things is is that it, it really, I think, goes back, and I, I'm, I'm bringing up KOTOR again, Knights of the Old Republic again, but it goes back to looking at, you know, Wookiee lore. They're the indigenous peoples of, of Kashyyyk, and they have such a wonderful connection with nature and with the trees, and one of the more powerful moments in this in this episode is uh, when they are about to go out 
to uh, to battle the Trandoshans by the end of this episode. Um, they, 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 they sit and they put their hands and they bow towards the trees and it's as if they're asking them to help them in their battle. And even Hunter says, we need all the allies we can get. So, it, 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 it you know, it, somehow with their connection with the trees, with nature, they are able to, with the help of the Bad Batch, to overthrow the Trandoshans who are there. And Venomor, who is uh, the head Trandoshan there, um, they, they're able to play out their plan where uh, he's able to uh, be defeated by getting ensnared in the, uh, the web of those Kinrath spiders. So uh, that was a nice way to end it. Uh, another beautiful scene that, that I really liked in this, in this episode is towards the end, after the victory, when they're all sitting around and they're drinking that, that soup with the, with the Wookiees and they're talking. Um, so a very powerful moment is where Omega and Gunji both um, sit at the trees and they're talking to them again. And uh, Yana talks about how when a child leaves the village, you know, the trees cry. But when they come back, the trees start to sing again. And uh, Hunter brings up, he says, you know, it's such a shame. It, almost he's saying it's a shame that, that they can't be kids. That we're living at a time where they have to be, one has to be a Jedi and one has to be a warrior. And uh, it's, it's, I thought it was such an interesting thing to see, especially Hunter, who when we first meet him as, as one of the Bad Batch in, in Season 1, you don't think that he would have that, uh, that emotional connection that he's made with Omega, but he sees that she's a child and that she is living a life that a child shouldn't have to lead. And uh, it was just a very powerful episode, I, I thought. Yes, a standalone episode, but I think out of the last couple standalone episodes that have been on The Bad Batch, this one just hit, hit for me on all marks. I really, really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to be able, like I said, to, to go back to Kashyyyk. Um, I thought the story was much more... Um, had a much more powerful message to it than the previous uh, episodes had and uh, I'm hoping that they, we, this isn't the last time we, we see Gunji or go back to Kashyyyk. Like I said, I'm thrilled to see that there is a Wookiee who came out of that, that Wookiee Jedi, Gunji, who came out of Order 66 still alive. I'm hoping to see uh, that, that the other younglings who were under uh, Ahsoka's care, perhaps they also, or at least some of them, made it out of Order 66. Um, alive from, 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 that, from that situation. So that's all I really wanted to, to bring up here at this time. I am going to be having a special episode for February 7th, or during the week of February 7th. It is Star Wars Podcast Day, and uh, we were asked as, as to, to be part of a, a group of, or I should say a group, my gosh, a whole slew of other Star Wars podcasts who are going to be putting out a special Star Wars Podcast Day episode um, to, uh, you know, recognize that we have a lot of great uh, Star Wars podcasts out there. There's a lot of great conversation going on, and it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun that we can all get together and be able to uh, have our say in the, uh, the sandbox of the Star Wars universe. So I hope everybody has a great weekend. If you haven't had, you know, uh, a chance to to listen to some of our previous uh, episodes, you know, go back into the uh, the archives. You can hear them either through YouTube or iTunes or go right to our blog and you can uh, check out uh, previous episodes of the Traveling Jellyways podcast. Uh, I'd love to hear any comments you have about any of our episodes. Send me a message on the Traveling the Jungle Waste podcast Facebook page and let me know what you're thinking about this as well, too. Um, that's all for now. Hope everybody has a good weekend, and I will be talking to you soon. Have a good one, all.